Hyderabad, Canberra, Charger and Pal. We're going round the world to find the value this week on cricket. Only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 176. I'm Ed Hawkins, a full house in every sense of the word. Four terrific games to preview. The best bets return. The treble klaxon returns. And Paul Krishnamurti returns. Sam Collins is still here, though. I am a constant, indeed, in this um, chaotic world, Edward Hawkins. uh, Still somewhat scarred by that ILT20 preview show, or I would have been. Um, but I've actually convinced myself that this is all an elaborate hoax, a satire that you've cooked up um, and, and none of these tournaments actually exist. Maybe I was just missing Paul Krishnamurti from Betting Dogbet Fair. So good to have you back, Paul. Hello. Hi, Sam. It's good to be back. Excellent. And uh, Richard Mann, you were with me among the, the madness. Um, how are things at your end? Very good, Sam. No good, to be back. good to have Paul back. Yeah, exactly. But no danger of you ditching us for, for golf, is there, Richard? That's the good news. Sam, Sam, you're always my priority. That's what I like to hear, Richard. Um, a full house then, and they are all prepped. Both of them are prepped to tell you the best bets for India versus New Zealand. First ODI on Wednesday. Thunder versus Renegades in the bash on the Bish on Thursday. Golf Giants, the Dubai Capitals. Hawkins, more of that satire, is it, in the ILT20 on the same day? And yes, there is more in the SAT20. Um, who wins between the Pearl Royals and the Sunrisers? That is the massive question. More flesh on those meagre bones, please, Edward Hawkins. Yeah, team news for those ones, pitch reports for those ones, trade strategies for those ones, players to follow for those games. And don't miss the best bets at the end of the show. So let's get on with it. Right, before we get stuck into the uh, Uzbekistan T7s, we're going to start with the India versus New Zealand first ODI of three, beginning on Wednesday, 8am UK time, from the Rajiv Gandhi Stadium in Hyderabad. Betfair Exchange has India at 1.47 and New Zealand at 3.15. And Edward Hawkins, as is comfortingly, consistently forever there with a lowdown for us. Yeah, India have changed their squad a little bit since beating Sri Lanka 3-0, but we expect them to line up like this. Rohit, Gill, Kohli, Shreyas, Hardik, Ishan Kissing keeping wickets because KL Rahul's not involved. Sundar, Washington Sundar, and the all-rounders role because Aksar is not involved. Shardul Thakur coming back into the team. Kuldeep, Siraj and Umran Malik. There's no Shami or Jasprit Bumrah. New Zealand, Alan Conway, Nichols, Kane Williamson not involved in this one. Mitchell, Latham, Phillips, and we expect him to go with Bracewell as an extra spinner and giving them depth batting. Santner is the captain, would you believe? Ish Sodi, Adam Milne and Lockie Ferguson. Your Hyderabad pitch, not much to go on. Last ODI in 2019 and the previous one before that was 2014. 2019 saw Australia beaten by six wickets against India. Australia made 2-3-6 for seven and they took... A bit of a beating with the spin, Australia. They were really strangled by three home spinners and one of them was Kuldeep. Uh, Very, very flat in T20 in the last four years. Four scores of 200 or more in the last 10 in the first dig. 
New Zealand won 2-1 in Pakistan in a warm-up for this one, but they've only won three of their last eight in India versus India. Richard Mann, I am coming to you first. Ordinarily, you're quite keen on New Zealand. What say you here, I ask? Oh, I don't know what I am, but I just think India too strong. <clears throat> I, I really like India's approach, actually. They've clearly got one eye on the 50-over World Cup later in the year, and they're playing some hard one-day international cricket while, while the rest of the, the world seem to be letting their players play all this T20 franchise cricket. This looks a strong India side to me, despite a few absences, but New Zealand missing Saudi and Williamson, who are brilliant in the recent victory over Pakistan. I think India, too, too many guns for them here. OK, um, Sri Lanka had a reasonable go at downing India in three matches just played. Tricky to trade India when they're so short for Krishnamurti? Yeah, it doesn't it don't really appeal as a trading option. Um, I wouldn't argue with the odds. So I think Rich's analysis was absolutely spot on. They, we, to lose um, Kane Williamson and Tim Southie is something they can ill afford, really. India do look like they're on a roll at the moment. Kohli's back to his very best, it looks like. Shubman Gill's brilliant in this format. I I think they're pretty nailed on for this. Okay, okay. Um, can we get some in-play magic, please, um, fellas? Trade strategy, something technical, maybe? Richard, you first, then Paul? Well, the, the angle in for me is just, I'm a bit worried about New Zealand's top order. I'm not sure Alan's quite up to this yet. Um, I worry about Nichols coming in for Williamson at three. No problem with Devon Conway. Mitchell actually been pretty lean in this format couple of 30s against Pakistan. But New Zealand strengths in middle order. Latham, brilliant against spin, subcontinent record strong. Phillips, Bracewell, Bracewell and Santner. So I wondered if if you, and Paul had probably put more meat on the bones here, if you wanted runs, go under on New Zealand to start with. And then over once that middle order gets to work, um, I think that would be the, probably the way in for me. Or, or you could just back to in the middle order at big prices. But I'd, I'd definitely worry about that top order against Siraj who took, what did he take? I think nine wickets in that three-match series against Sri Lanka, and he's taking early wickets with a new knot as well. Well, so, yeah, coming back to you on, on the runs there, first of all, I completely agree about the top order, and 10 to 11, uh, under 22.5 for Finn Allen, that's a cracking bet. I'm pretty certain that would have yielded a big profit against top sides. Agree. Yeah, Um but one thing I would say about Hyderabad is, as I remember this from the IPL, it's a ground where, in more often than not, it's quite good for unders anyway. 160 is a good score. It's quite slow. It gets slower as the innings go on. So I'd actually be more inclined to go under halfway, whoever's batting, just on that ground. Although, having said that, occasionally you get a belter at Hyderabad, and when you do... 220, 230s totally in play. So keep that. Maybe like watch the first couple of overs and just see how the ball's coming on. Okay, lovely stuff. Hawkins, um, you have some, some tops for us. Yeah, Hardik Panya is 11s with Betfair Sportsbook and it's it's looking big and it always looks big, I think. Uh, Coley is 11 to 4 to be top injury run scorer, but on a win rate, he's he's a better 4 to 1 for your top match bat. And if we do get that road that we do often get at Hyderabad, uh, that may be the way to go. And we'll also be looking for batsmen to be taking the man of the match uh, uh, winner. Uh, Kiwis, Phillips, 7-1, to one, absolute standout. Uh, Adam Milne with the balls, absolute standout of 4-1 to one because we expect him to take uh, the death bowling duties. And another standout is Culdeep. 
Uh, he's the sixth favourite here, uh, and that's ahead of Chahal, uh, who is uh, three to one favourite. Uh, we expect Kuldeep to uh, get get ahead of him uh, for the starting place, and Kuldeep is hugely underrated. He seems to have gone back to his uh, pre-World Cup form from uh, when it was last held in England. Uh, Richard Mann, who do you like? Yeah, I like Tom Latham. He's he just come off a brilliant test series in Pakistan. Great player in this this part of the world. I thought nine to two was fair for top New Zealand batsman. Uh, I, I, loads of respect for Phillips at sevens, but I'd go with Latham and I'd have, have a saver on Santner, I think, at 35s. As for India, I just think there's too much quality in there to be taking a, a view against each other. If we think it's going to be a good pitch, and Paul's put me off a little bit, I'd probably just go with Shubman Gill, maybe back him half-stake to make 50, half-stake to make 100. And then you're not taking on Coley, you're just, you're just backing your man, aren't you? So Shubman Gill in brilliant form as it is. OK, to Paul Krishnamurti to finish this. First of all, um, building what Ed said about backing a batsman for man in the match, Virat Kohli 7-1 is obvious. He's in great form and you know that if he top scores or if he's a split decision, he'll get it. So I think that's value. And on the New Zealand bat, I like Devin Conway actually at 7-2 just because I don't think there's that much to beat. I think Finn Allen's going to struggle. Um, he's in excellent form from the, from the Pakistan series and he's won this two out of 10, right? So you yield a very small loss. But when you look through him, there's a lot of narrow misses. Plus, I think it's easier to bat at the start of the innings at this pitch. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, which of those will return to make it in the best into the best bet? Find out later. Trouble collection still to come. And now we turn our attention to a triple header on Thursday as we go round the world in the T20 franchise leagues. We start in the Big Bish, as promised. Thunder versus Renegades live on Sky Sports, eight fifteen a.m. UK time. Thursday morning, Canberra, the venue, Ed Hawkins has a lowdown. Thunder, Jilks, Warner, Whiteman, Davies, Ross, Sams, Cutting, McAndrew, Green, Quadir and Doggett. Your Renegades, Guptill, Fraser McGurk, that's one player, that's not two. Harper, Finch, Critchley, how's he batting so high up in the order? Wells, Rogers, Sutherland, Kalapotha, the leggy from Sri Lanka, Kane Richardson and Fawad Ahmed comes back to feature in the bash. The Renegades, well, uh, have done okay, really, since they lost Akil and Mujib. They're holding on for Richard Mann's outright bet. The Canberra venue, 7 out of 17. First inning scores of 170 or more. However, a, war- a warning, only six of those games saw both teams bust 160. Stars managed 122 versus Thunder at this ground earlier in the season just a note on thunder lost three in a row since losing hales and rousseau and have not fared so well after losing key players uh thank you very much uh last week paul krishnamurti uh, you probably listened i'm sure in your absence but um if you didn't you missed edward hawkins and richard mann agreeing that the sixes were indeed outstanding value at 4.2 on the bet for exchange they're now 3.85 and is this the Quinella of Sixers Scorchers at 1.85 buying money. Well, I'd like to think so, because this was one of my bets in the original preview, and nine to one. So hopefully, but never take these things for granted. Um, I think the only team that's going to give them any real danger in the group stage is maybe Renegades, and I think they're inferior. 
Um, plus also, I mean, if you if if that is the one two in the group, correct me if I'm wrong, you've got two chances then basically at one point eight five. Yeah. To if yeah. the front two um will get two bites at the chair of making the final. So it's IPL style uh, qualification, yeah. unlike South Africa T twenty, which is a straight semi final for the top four. So yeah, that's value, definitely. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Richard Mann, what happens in Thunder Renegades um, who are hanging in there somehow? I'll still be in the Renegades camp. Um, I'm not totally convinced by them, you know, losing Achilles and McGee, big loss. Uh, but I think Finch taking over as captaincy from the injured Madison, that's been a blessing. Still a terrific captain for all his short of runs. And for me, Thunder have just checked out. I know they've got David Warner back, but Hales has gone, Rousseau's gone. They've lost the captain Sanger through injury. And they've, they've been pretty poor, actually, for my money. And I think they're only going to get worse. I wouldn't be steaming in because I wouldn't take short odds in this competition, but I thought on what we've seen, I think five to six renegades is probably fair enough. Okay, and to you, Paul Krishnamurti? Yeah, I agree with Rich. Five to six. I don't think it's a five to six a pair game at all. Um, very important game this actually, because if Thunder lose this, if they could lose touch very, very quickly with the playoffs and renegades would be in a very strong position for third if they win this. I, I agree with Rich again. Sydney look finished really since the players have left. One three five high score in the last three matches. Um, and whilst Renegades aren't anything special, they're hanging in there. They back deep down to eight. Will Sutherland. Um, I, I'd, I'd make them probably four six eleven. Four six eleven to ten for this actually. Okay, lovely. Thank you, um, Hawkins. Tops, please. Yeah, I've been talking about this consistently throughout the tournament on betting.betfair. We're previewing every Big Bash match. But Ben cutting at big numbers with Betfair Sportsbook in the teens, approaching 20s for top Thunder run scorer is a fancy, uh, but also be probably backing Warner. Uh, it's got to cop, cop at some time. And I don't see the pace in this renegade side, uh, which is going to worry him. He's a bit dodgy against pe- extreme pace these days, but there isn't any of that. Uh, in this Renegades team. So uh, he could be about 11 to 4. Okay, okay, lovely stuff. Um, players to follow, trade strategies, etc. Please, Paul Krishnamurti. So the bet I like here is uh, Renegades to score most sixes at 2.4. So throughout the season, it's sick, they're 60 52 ahead of Sydney Thunder. But as we've just said, Thunder's batting looks really poor at the moment. One, three, five last um, three games. So unless they could be very reliant on Warner. Whereas you look at Renegades, you've got Jairo Wells coming in at six, Will Sutherland at eight. They've got boundaries at the death there, definitely, whoever's in. Okay, lovely stuff, Richard Mann. Well, I've been looking at Renegades all season, actually, uh, with a view to bet in the middle order, and it's got to be the way to go. Gupta looks gone at the game. Finn Sharter runs. Um, they're playing Fraser McGurk at the top of the order. He just doesn't look ready yet. So John O'Wells at 15 to do has got to be a bet. He was one hit away from winning this against the Stars. And the other, well, Will Sutherland was going off 66s earlier in the season, but he's only 20s now. So I think you just have to pass him over. And I thought he might go up the order at some stage, but that hasn't happened. They want to keep him as a finisher. So leave him at 20s. But I think you can bet Mackenzie Harvey at nine to one because he's already tied in this market once when batting at number six. But he opened in the comp last year and did pretty well. He's been opening uh, in 50 over cricket for Victoria. And I think at some stage, he'll come back in for Fraser McGurk, the discarded Marcus Harris now. And when he does, 
You'd be on a nine-to-one shot, who's a pretty good player anyway in a week top order. I can't see Sam Harper uh, continuing to cop. So I would just back John O'Wells, but back uh, Harvey Mackenzie Harvey, sorry, um, because I think he will come back at some point and be on a nine-to-one shot. Stakes returned when he doesn't play. Just, just to add quickly to uh, what you were saying, Mitch, I agree with you, Renegade's top order, very vulnerable, Guptill's gone. So I think this is probably a very good opportunity to sell, go unders at the start of the innings, because Thunder look, don't look like they're going to put a total together at all. And with Renegade, maybe you go under at the start and then cash out before all those middle order batsmen come in. Yes, fair enough. Okay, okay, thank you very much. And with that... For the first time in 2023, I am pressing this. It's the treble cracks with Paul Krish Namati. Okay, so this pays £432 for a tenner. Um, Devon Conway, top New Zealand bat, 7-2. Renegades to score my most sixes against Thunder at 2.4. And Lungi Nagidi, top pal bowler v Sunrisers, 3-1. Lovely stuff. Two more games still to come and... The best bets. We're off to Sharjah now, where uh, in a parallel universe, the golf giants uh, take on Dubai Capital in the ILT20 League on Thursday. Um, It's on BT Sport. The start time is 2 p.m. UK time. The Betfair Exchange expected prices. Giants likely to be marginal favourites at 1.90-ish. Edward Hawkins, you are there with your imaginary lowdown. <laughs> yeah, none of these players exist. Vince, Rahan Ahmed, this is golf. Pope, Erasmus, Hetmeyer, Vitsa, Afsal Khan, Dawson, Jordan, Sanchez, Gleason, uh, DC, Uthapur, Root, Powell, Raza, Rajapaksa, Shanaka, Bapara, Udana, Lukman, Mujib and Keith. Well, we joke about it, but that really is a benefit 11, surely, from Dubai Capitals. Golf Giants chased 183 with six balls to spare against this lot on Monday. That's the Dubai chase bias doing the absolute biz. No chase bias in Sharjah. Instead, we're generally keen, keen on overs. Okay, thank you very much, Hawkins. Very early days in this tournament, Richard Mann. Are you keeping your powder dry? Um, Give us an overview first, please, before we get into the game. I've been, generally speaking, but Gulf Giants went off. I think they're one of the outsiders, me and Ed, were actually going mad about this in the week. They're two from two. I know we're covering them in this game as well. But no, they look really strong. Strong top order, strong middle order, very good bowling options. So I think they're the team to beat, Gulf Giants. Okay, toss bias in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Uh, does that mean a blind bet every game, Paul Krishnamurti? Yes, that is always the case. Uh, not Sharjah, just Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Okay, um, Richard Mann, are you surprised by that Dubai Capitals team? Um, Joe Root, Utapa, Bapara, no George Munsey, Dick Weller, Dan Lawrence, or has Rotula? It, it reminds me a little bit of Dad's army, but um, no, I, I expected Root to play just because he's a marquee signing, isn't he? Uthapa has been playing really well, and Papara, well, he's a journeyman, isn't he? So no, no real surprises, but they look they look slow and old, particularly in the field, but they've batted pretty well so far, and there might be an angle in there for both teams to score with, with this side because I think they're going to feel really badly but bat well. Okay, um, lovely stuff. Um, what do we do in Sharjah? Krishnamurti? Well, the first thing we do is we watch the Tuesday game between Sharjah and 
MI Emirates for clues because it's there's two extremes at Sharjah. If the ball's coming on, then literally any score's possible. 240, 250, very reasonable. 200 might not even be par. Uh, but if it's slow, as we saw a lot in the last IPL and when it was over there and the World Cup, um, under 100, under 150, under 140, under 150, it's a pretty solid bet every, in, in every game. Um, I would say also watch for betting on big hitters late on because the boundary is very small here. You can make the ground up very quickly. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, to Hawkins for the tops, please. Yeah, Rotherham Powell batted at three in the previous head-to-head between these two. Sports, but may miss that, so keep an eye out. Eye out. Shanaka, absolutely sensational form. Amazed he just popped on a plane and played the very next day uh, for DC. Uh, we'd really want 11-2, to two, but he's in great nick. Vince Majestic on Monday against Dubai Capitals. Pope missed out. The poor quality of attack really shouldn't be capable of keeping Pope quiet for a second time. So it could be value for him to go well. It does look a really poor Dubai Capitals bowling attack. Okay, okay, okay. Um, finish this, please. Richard Mann first, and then Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, so I'm a both teams to score, man, particularly if, if after we've seen the game on Tuesday here. But I just like David Visu in the man of the match market. Both first change um, for Gulf Giants. He's been batting at number six in the finishing position. I fancy him to win this game as well. Um, so I'll, be, I'll probably have a few quid on him in the man of, man of the match market. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, I'm actually quite keen on Dubai Capitals here. I just think that you want a uh, powerful middle order for Sharjah uh, and their quartet, Powell, Raza, Rajapaska, Shanika, I think is slightly superior. And I think you want to back one or two of them in the man of the match. I'd go for Powell and I'd go for Sikander Raza. The beauty of Sikander Raza, of course, is he bowls as well, so you could win on, on either count. Okay, that's it done for the ILT20. Um, it's the SA T20 League coming up next. Oh, you lucky things. Our final game of the show is also on Thursday. Parle Royals versus the Sunrisers Eastern Cape. 3.30pm. Start Hawkins. Royals, Butler, Roy, Lube. I'm not sure I've pronounced that right. Miller, Morgan, Villas, Jones, Adams, Fortune, Manak and Ngidi, who makes up Paul's treble klaxon. Uh, SEC, Rossington, Smuts, Irvie, Markram, Stubbs, Cox, Janssen, Fuller, Vandermerver, Magala and Bartman. Suggest Royals need to get Shamsi into their team. Uh, Ramon Simons, the West Indians, been ditched pretty quickly. Big chase bias at this venue, 60% plus. 176 is your average score if you're going to win it. That's what you've got to get if you're going to win. Batting first. Paul Roy has conceded 214 versus Durban. Alarm bells ringing because Durban don't look the strongest batting team. SEC beat Mumbai Indians Cape Town with that chase bias. They went after 158 and won with three balls to spare. Markram to the four. Markram, I suspect, is going to have to do it all on his own for this SEC team. Okay, okay, okay. Paul Krishnamurti, any betting thoughts after the early skirmishes in this tournament? Yeah, just a reminder the term of what a great place South Africa is for trading runs because you always get you get so off so many frequent extreme results because of the nature of the conditions. 
Uh, like we've already seen more than a couple of 200s and we've seen 81 all out. So if you were betting on the extreme result every game, you'd probably have made your money for the series already. Um, just to slightly contradict it, I'm quite keen on Durban, actually. I just think they've got good mixture of class and aggression up top with De Kock, um, Heinrich Klaas and Carl Mayers. They're a really brilliantly versatile middle orders, all-rounders. I think they're going to bat deep every game and you're going to need big scores to win here. So they'd be my pick as it goes. OK, um, thank you very much. What have you spotted, uh, Richard Mann? Well, a little bit of what Paul's saying. I, th- I think the quality of you can you can judge the quality of a franchise competition on on how teams fare in the face of big totals batting second. We've seen the bash team struggling to score a run the ball, generally speaking. But here, the teams have been making a really good fist of chasing down two hundred, some some one eighties and one nineties in pursuit of that. I think it's great for both teams to score actually. And as Paul said, great for runs trading when you get good conditions. It's just a brilliant place to play cricket, and I think. I think there are plenty of options to explore going forward um, because I think the quality of cricket is going to be so high. OK, thank you very much. How do you play this game, Paul Krishnamurti? Well, just to uh, reiterate about the runs back the extremes, uh, we've also seen 200s at this ground before in domestic cricket. OK, thank you. Um, Richard Mann, strategies or trades, please? Anything else? Yeah, no, I'm just going to be backing both teams to score, probably start at 180, then a little bit on 190, and then, then a very little bit on 200. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Hawkins, tops, please. Yeah, do the Bart man. He's still on death duty for uh, for SEC. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot who you played for. For SEC. Uh, top three for strike rate domestically in the last 12 months. So it could be value. Might be getting seven to two and he just won against Cape Town. That's the standout wager for me in this one. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, players to follow or not follow, as the case may be. Just to repeat from the treble, Lungi and Gidi, three to one, top pole, bar, pole bowler. It's a, or he, he has been always been a reliable bet in these markets for club or country. Okay, thank you very much, Richard Mann. Yeah, I'd probably just throw a few quid at Shamsi. I think he will get in at some point. Ed just mentioned it there. We've seen wrist spinners do well. Yeah, in these conditions, Rehan Ahmed's had a brilliant day, the day of recording on Monday. Um, so I think Shamsi top wicket take will be for me. Um, he'll definitely come in at some stage. OK, that's almost a wrap for Cricket Only Better 176. But don't go anywhere just yet, because after the break, we have the best bets. Right, to round things off, as always, we have the best bets. And when we have best bets, we have some scores, we have some doors, and we have Edward Hawkins. Yep, this is the first best bets of 2023. So we're looking to get into the pluses very, very early doors, please. Both guys have got five units to spend, and it's Paul Krishnamurti first. Okay, I'll have a two-point double on Finn Allen to score under 22.5 runs at 10 to 11, and Martin Guptill to score under 20.5 at 10 to 11 for Melbourne Renegades. And in the Melbourne Renegades Sydney Thunder match, I'll have a point on John O'Wells, top Renegades batsman at 15 to 2. I'll have a point on Virat Kohli for man of the match at 7 to 1. And in the same game, Renegades Thunder, I'll have a point on uh, Mackenzie Harvey, top Renegades batsman at 9 to 1. I'll have one point, Lungi and Gidi at three to one to be top pile bowler. And I'm going to have in the Indian New Zealand ODI, I'm going to have a point on Tom Latham, top Kiwi batsman at 
nine to two and half a point on Mitch Santner in the same market at 35 to one. Okay, and my final point, I'll split um, half unit for man in the match, uh, Rovman Powell and Sikanda Raza. So I've got a unit and a half left. I'm going to have half a unit, David Visa, man of the match in the Gulf Giants, Dubai Capitals match. Then my final point is uh, one point, both teams to score 180 runs, uh, Power Royals versus Sunrisers, Eastern Cape, 180 runs, both teams to score. Okay, Richard Mann finishes with 180, both teams, Sunrisers, the Pearl. That's cricket only better done. Don't forget to check out betting.bet for every big bash game is previewed there. We've got best bets as well for these franchise leagues in South Africa and the UAE. And we'll be covering India versus New Zealand as well. We'll see you next time.